Ladies and gents, ladies and gents, welcome back. Welcome back to the Mutual Respect Podcast. This is your host, C to the M to the I to the C, C Mike. And with my constituents, Hype Lopez and Super Mario, we're back again for another episode of our Fast and Furious run. Now we're going to be talking about part two, in which we're going to tell you our ranking of all the Fast and Furious films. And we're going to wrap it up today by telling y'all the rankings of who we believe is the fastest of all the characters in the Fast and Furious, our top five fastest races. And we're going to jump into it on this episode. Let's get started. Go! So here we are. Here we are. We're going to be ranking the nine Fast and Furious films. You know, with nine films in the can, how does the older movies hold up? It's time that we take a step back and try to get this shit in order. Each of us will give our ranking for each film from worst to best with a brief explanation on each rank to see how the films have evolved or devolved. Hype Lopez, Super Mario, would any of you like to go first? I'm going to let Mario go first. All, all right. right. All right. We're Mario. So we're going to do your, your ranking of the Fast and Furious films. All right. You've seen them all. You've let it marinate from worst to best. Okay. Go. Worst to best. Starting with nine. F9. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I think we, I think there in our last go. episode, we spoke enough on it. So I'm not going to touch it on too much, but. It's the biggest comedy out of the series. After that, my eight is the Fate and the Furious. That's the one with Char- anything with Charlie Theron. Fate of the Furious. Is that eight or yeah, seven? Yeah, that was eight. That was eight. Yeah. yeah. The last two weren't my favorite ones. It just it, the stories were just too crazy. Like that was another comedy for me. Long story short, seven Fast and Furious. That's the one where Letty loses her memory, and the writing for that was wild. It, it took the the necklace. That's, that's, that's Fast and Furious Six. Are you talking about? No, no, no. Fast and Furious Six was the. That's when she comes was, back, though. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fast Six, definitely so, so seven. Fast Six, okay. Yeah, because I just I didn't like it. Uh, and then Fast and Furious was is number six for me. For five, it is Furious Seven. I enjoyed it, but it was because the ones with the Rock, the the banter between him and Vin Diesel, I always enjoy. And then four is Too Fast, Too Furious because I mean it's Miami that like the Romy Rome and everything. Like I enjoyed it. We hungry. That stuff was dope. And Eva Mendes. And here we go in top three. Top three for me were number three comes Tokyo Drift. Because that's just like another street culture that people didn't know about, like in Japan, like just drifting or just like the street racing world outside of the States. Mad underrated. It is a mad underrated. It does have a lot of cheesy moments in that movie, but it's a Fast and the Furious. That's part of the world, like the life outside of the first. Yeah, I just loved it, man. It it was just dope. There's nothing more I could say. It was just dope. Number two for me is Fast Five, just because I'm into like Ocean's Eleven, like money heist stuff. I think that was like the most solid collab with that whole cast, the original OGs with like Gal Gadot and everyone Han. I think the scenes with the Brazil stuff was just dope. And I just love Don Omar and Tego Calderon, so I'm biased on that. And number one, which 
might be the rest of the squad's opinion or the majority of people who do enjoy the Fast and Furious series. The very first one, the Fast and the Furious, like it, it just changed the culture because prior to that, there was like street racing out there and it just wasn't shown as much. But this put it on the map. Like I just remember as a kid, there was older family friends that would be like racing in the streets of like Newark and everything. And we were like, we would skip, we would, you know, we would play hooky and go try to see them. Why, 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 why were you so hesitant to say it, it nigga? Nobody, I don't know who's going to be listening. I don't know who's going to be listening. <laughs> like, you play hooky like your principal's going to say, nah, man, you get left back now. You go into detention. You go into detention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it would, it would be just seeing that stuff and it just mashed so much like that. Just, it, it just, it wasn't as like, as many as attractive women as you would see in the movie. It was more so like, old ass fugly man but with like all souped up hondas and everything like that just seeing that that was dope so i just love the fast and furious it's just that's what it should be like giving an homage to street racing in that culture because it's a big lifestyle all right that's not a bad list it's not a bad that's list. an interesting right. list for it's sure. an interesting list and uh, when we get lopez's i'm definitely going to do some cross-referencing to see how close y'all are so lopez we up to you my brother okay. what's number nine all right, here we go, y'all. Here we go. My number nine, to nobody's surprise, is Fast 9, which Woo! was straight terrible. And that's all there is to say about that. Number eight. Now, a lot of y'all going to get mad about this one. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, what? Mm, Everybody thinks that it. Tokyo Drift it. is the diamond in the rough. It is not. It's not. <laughs> It, the scenery, beef with that film. listen, the scenery, I get A lot it. of people it's think that Tokyo, though. I get that it's Tokyo. If you're in Tokyo, everything's automatically cooler, right? I get it. The cars are beautiful. Great. You know, they had the honeys cool, you know, drift scene cool. But guess what? It wasn't really all that. I hated the driver. Sean was trash. This dude was trash. Took him a whole movie to learn how to drift. He wasn't a natural. He wasn't talented. He wasn't anything. This dude crashing his car all over the place. He's crashing other people's cars all over the place from the beginning. So guess what? It remains at number eight. And I feel no shame in saying that Tokyo Drift is should not even be in your top five because it's really not that good. Music soundtrack was the only thing that saved that movie. Teriyaki right? boys. All right. Next up, number seven is Fate of the Furious. I mean, there's not a lot to say about that's, this That's movie. Fast and Furious 8, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I didn't hate Fate of the Furious. I actually think that Charlize Theron's character was badass in this movie. She she was intimidating. She was cold. She was ice. In that uh, one, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cypher was dope in that movie. So I actually love that they brought, you know, that the female antagonist in there. It just story-wise didn't really do it for me. So, you know, that's why it's in that spot. Next is Furious 7. This is where things get a little bit interesting. <laughs> We're talking about Owen Shaw now, right? So we see him come in. I, I feel like this was the the Avengers of, of the series. You know what I mean? It was okay. There's some cool scenes around in general. But for the most part, there's definitely better movies that's going on here. So I'm not going to dilly-daddle on these until we get to the top. Next up, Fast and the Furious 6 which was a great movie. Now we're starting to get into 
the greatness. And my top five, I honestly think, are just this is what makes the Fast and the Furious series as good as it is. This is actually the one with Letty in it with the whole memory and all that <laughs> stuff. And and it was crazy. And I, I thought that story was cool and, and how they brought her back from the dead. At least her story actually made sense. That so, one made the most sense. <laughs> that one made the most sense. I was with that. I love the reveal. Now, here we go. Number four. Too Fast, Too Furious is going to take the number four spot. And a lot of y'all are sleeping on Too Fast and Too Furious because y'all think Tokyo Drift is hot. And guess what? Too Fast, Too Furious was actually a great movie and followed The Fast and the Furious. And we're talking about chronologically, right? This is the second movie after Mm. The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious set up a very high bar. But Too Fast, Too Furious was a great spinoff because we followed Rome. We followed Brian, two of the best characters in the series. Rome at this time was a problem. He was just all we knew about him was that he was this badass dude that used to roll with Brian. That's all we knew. His racing was on point, And we learned that he was the one who really put Brian on back in the day. It's because of Rome that Brian was who he became. So we got to give him that credit. Them together was great. Their dynamic, I honestly think, was even stronger than Brian and Dom's dynamic in the series. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, I, whoa, I'm, whoa! I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it up there. I'm gonna say, I know it sounds that crazy. chemistry. Your, 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 love for Tyrese is showing, brother. Listen, your love bro, for Tyrese. They, their chemistry on screen was was amazing, and Rome was hilarious in that movie, and some of his best work. And that's why I actually hate that. You know, after that point, they really don't do Rome justice anymore. He just becomes this kind of trope character that we like to joke on all the time. But Rome no in too fast and too furious classic number three fast and the furious four now this is where things get amazing fast and the furious four is with braga and braga is still this day one of the biggest dope you know had that whole reveal with his character and who's really braga and this and that and I mean, let's let's be real. I knew he was Braga from the jump, to be honest, but I didn't care because I like how they unveiled it. I like the reveal. It had the dope racing scene through the tunnels, which they did twice on the way through the first time and then backwards again to escape the area. And that was hot, bro. So I think writing wise, it was one of the better stories. And if and if we're talking about dynamics again, this is where we see Brian and Dom's dynamic really put to the test, right? Because now they're not really on the same side in this movie. Yeah, they have the same goal, but they're going about it in their own ways. We have Brian going against Dom. And with, this is Dom when he was being cold. And that's what we saw in this movie. So, boom, that's going to hold down the number three spot for me. Now we get into the top two. <sighs> And these are my two favorites. I can watch these two over and over again. Fast Five. Fast Five for number two spot. And Fast Five, and I think you said this before, was was the Ocean's Eleven of of the series. The writing was so good in this series. And we see Hobbs come in. We see the whole crew come together on this dynamic. And I'm like, bro, why was the action so good in this movie? It was good. All you have to say is the vault scene, bro. The vault scene was one of the coolest racing scenes i've ever seen in any movie hands down with the car the physics i know probably didn't make a lot of sense but guess what i did not care because they made it so believable they probably killed about 85 people in that whole scene (laughs) but guess what i don't care because y'all did it fashionably so i'm gonna give you y'all props and give you your respect i love the fast five i can watch this movie over and over again i love a good heist movie and that's what we got in fast five 
And of course, last but not least, the number one spot is the original Fast and the Furious, which put our generation into this spinoff of crazy car racing. And I don't know if you guys were big into this, but me, like when Fast and Furious came out, was also the same time that like Midnight Club like came dub out. edition. And Need for Speed Midnight Underground. Dub which I was addicted to. I played Need for Speed Underground so hard because of Fast and the Furious, man. I was sitting there thinking I was going to get my NAS. I'm looking at my tires, my Toyo tires, you know, getting my custom wheels and all that. Listen, man, this thing molded our generation. The Fast and the Furious is really our characters at their best, to be honest. And and I think I love and appreciate, like, seeing, like, Letty back then, like, in Janko jeans, pretty much. You know what I mean? It's like... And, you know, I, I think that this is really where we saw the characters at their strongest and their natural forms. And just the dialogue is so memorable from these movies, so quotable. We had great side characters, like I said before, Johnny Tran and that whole saga was was dope too. Race wars, you know, that whole thing. And blacked out cars in the middle of the night, jacking trucks. And we're like, yo, who is jacking these trucks? Of course it's Dom's crew. I think the original The Fast and the Furious is what set up Dom as that dude we really saw him in this movie he was kind of this mysterious just broody guy at first but then you see it's really dom that holds everybody together he's the glue right and of course the fresh face brian brian in this movie you thinking he's just gonna be another buster but guess what brian shows up and holds it down proves himself to the crew but also loses their trust at the same time after they reveal that he's a cop oh he's He's a a cop cop. he's a cop (laughs) there's layers to this movie it's cheesy it's memorable it's amazing and i will always watch this movie and over again because it's it's honestly the best of the series all right, all right, all right. But that was a good list from both of y'all. I appreciate y'all opinions. But now, for the moment, y'all been waiting for see Mike's list. So, at ninth, we have, for me, The Fate of the Furious, or Fast 8. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That that was at the moment where I clocked out. After that, I didn't care about Fast and Furious as much anymore. I think it was residual effect of also the way Fast and Furious 7 ended that I think I like emotionally I kind of clocked out too. And I think that's just because I just don't care. It was just, you know. You, sh- you should give it another watch. I feel like that's almost unfair. Fear Furious yeah. was pretty solid. Like. I mean, and look, I'll tell you, maybe it's because it followed Fast yeah. 7. And you Fast you 7 were jaded. Was, I get it. We, all, we all were in such, that weird space Yeah, yeah. After, 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 after that film, like, I was literally just, like, exhausted. And I was like, I don't want to watch this franchise anymore. And then Fast 8 came out, and I was just like, it's just getting ridiculous, man. Why are you working with this dude that apparently killed your best friend? Why are you not killing this motherfucker? True. It makes no sense. You're just having all these people be friends and family for no reason. <laughs> Families are complicated, you man. know. But that's my that's my number nine. My number eight is Fast Nine, and a lot of people be like, "Yo, why is that not? Why is that number eight? Like yeah. they're both they're both not good films, but okay. it's because Fast Nine is so aware of itself that it's a shitty film." That it's not as bad as Fast Eight to me, and when I went to Fast Nine, I had no fucking expectations. When I saw the movie recently, and I just watched, it, I was like, "Oh, this is shit!" And the actors know it's shit, and the director know it's shit, the script writers know it's shit, everybody mm. knows it's shit. It's a money grab. It's a money grab. Oh, okay. 
So I'm, I'm watching shit, but everybody knows I'm watching shit. And even the people that are watching this shit say, hey, how you like our shit? I actually kind of respect them for it. Um, you know, it's so bad that I respect it. My seventh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Now, Ooh, people might be man. asking, you know, what why? Chris, Chris, why? Too Fast, Too Furious? I give this Too Fast, Too Furious props for this. Shout out to Paul Walker, the late, great Paul Walker, mm-hmm. for carrying the franchise when Vin Diesel left. He didn't even need it. Because we wouldn't have the movies that came after if Paul Walker didn't say, hey, I'm going to try to carry it myself. I give Too Fast and Furious for that. Plus, they also had a good villain. The villain was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the movie was fucking corny. You know, I was watching this shit. You know, Tyrese just makes me laugh. I was just like, this motherfucker <laughs> be. He's good you at know, it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. good at what he does. But I was just watching the movie. I was just thought, like, it was, it was, it's one of those movies where, like, it comes on and I could watch the intro race. Like, the racing was cool. You know, but at the same time, you know, even Mendez's character made no sense in the movie. That's true. You know, she was, just, she, she, she was just eye candy. She, yeah, that's um, what I said. We, we just meant to look sure at her. Let's be serious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the plot was ultimately kind of weak. And I'm judging it because it came after the first one. Like, if this was, like, the movie that came out before Fast 9, this shit would probably be even higher. Mm. But because you followed up the OG with Too Fast, Too Furious, I expected it to be next level. And it was just, eh. So that's my seventh. My sixth is Fast 7. It's not a great film. It's a bittersweet film. R.I.P. Paul Walker once again. It, we knew it was his last film. Right. And it was just, it was a tough film to get through. I remember, I remember sitting down watching it just like, man, I, I need this to get over with. Because I just, I kind of understood like what scenes was him and what scenes were the double. And it just got, it got weird, man. Uh, and then at the end, I just like, I have to make sure my tears wasn't dropping. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. It was such a it was such a good send off that yeah. I wanted I wanted the series to end. I was like like I, y'all don't need anymore. Y'all do after this. I knew it was going to be a cash grab right. because it ended at the best way possible. You know y'all didn't need to do these movies anymore. But I understand like you know money's money. You got to make a living, I guess. But it was a great coda for a guy that we all grew up with, and mm-hmm. it, it you know it's just one of those I can't I haven't watched it since. I left the theater. I can't sit through that movie because it's so emotional. I can't. Yeah, it's, a, it's a tough watch. It's a, t- I, it's a I haven't watched it either, watch. actually. It's a very tough watch. Yeah. Man. And and I think it's also like like you said before, self aware in that even the the characters in the movie know Brian's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But they're trying to pretend that he's still alive, and it's, yeah, like, it's, it's so it's a tough watch. Uh, it's like thinking about it right now. It's making me depressed. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So my top, my top five, and like Lopez said, this is where it gets good. The Fast and Furious movies I can usually sit down and watch when it's on. When somebody says, "Yo, I don't watch Fast and Furious," I'm like, "These five movies are the ones you should watch." Yes. The other five, no, the ones I just listed, y'all can skip those. <laughs> but these are the five ones I, that you should watch. Starting at five, Fast and Furious Six. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought Fast and Furious Six was cool. Did I like the way they brought Letty back? Not really. It was better than the way they brought Han back in Fast and Furious 9. Yep. But at the same time, you know, I wanted Letty to die. I, I think it meant more to the character of Vin Diesel that she died. I liked the replacement in Elena. It would be interesting to see where that went. All in all, like the villain was pretty cool. Yeah, so Owen Shaw was the villain, you know, and I, I liked him. I thought he did a pretty good job. You know, he was cocky. He had a lot of swag. 
you know, I was like, all right, y'all fucks with this dude. They had like the whole bizarro Fast and Furious crew, you know. They were like, they were bad too. They, they were, were badass. Down. They, 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 they <laughs> was kicking their ass. When they did you know? that thing with the ramp off the car. Yeah, that ramp. Like, they had oh, some pretty damn. good stunts. I ain't man. never seen y'all do that before. <laughs> they had some they had some pretty good stunts, man. I was enjoying it, you know. And it was one of those movies where you just felt like, all right, they're doing things. You know, they killed off Gal Gadot's character. I put quotations mm. there, killed off. I don't know if she's going to stay dead the way this series is going. Get ready. But, you know, at the same time, you kind of felt it was going to start jumping the shark soon. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, all right, I could still sit down and enjoy this movie. I could still sit down and suspend my disbelief to the right amount and enjoy this movie. And plus, I love the ending. I remember that ending with motherfucking... Um, Jason Statham. I was hype. Yep. I was mad hype when I saw that end- ending. When 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 the dude dropped it and said, Dominic Toretto, you don't know me. You're about to. I was like, oh shit, he killed Han. I was hype. I was I couldn't wait to see the next movie, you know. But you know, I, I feel like the movie and did then, its job. And then F9 destroyed that. Yeah, it destroyed <laughs> it all. To me, this is where it ended, where everything was just like going right. The plot was solid, the acting was solid. Was it the best of the best? No, but it showed respect to his audience and to the film. My number four would be Tokyo Drift. Like Super Mario said, Tokyo Drift is one of the most underrated Fast and Furious films. Probably the most underrated. Shut up. Shut up, Lopez. (laughs) You had your turn. (laughs) (laughs) The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift is the most underrated of all the Fast and Furious movies. I think that, look, I'll tell you the truth. When I first saw it, I thought it was trash. It still is trash. It was. I I I've seen it again. You are. I've seen it again. I just want to mute you. I've seen it again recently, and it was still trash. Because I gave it another chance. I was Mario. Can you mute hype? I don't know if we can mute hype. Because I I don't think I could get through this explanation without him saying. I'm not even gonna say nothing. All right. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by a hater. Tokyo Drift is a very unique film. Is the main character great? No. No. You know, I'll agree with Lopez on that. But it introduced one of the greatest characters in the series, Han. And listen, it had the advantage of having the Tokyo culture. Now, I've never been to Tokyo. Mario, you've been to Tokyo. Now, you've seen that culture. Do you feel like that culture was well depicted in Tokyo Drift? I mean, I didn't see the same culture like what they saw, like the street racing environment. I wish I saw something like that. But, but I mean, the envi- I mean, like the, the the actual like the city environment, not the street racing. Of the course. city and the Harajuku environment that was that that's definitely there. Like that was pretty dope. I enjoyed that. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's the thing that I kind of took out of it. I remember like when I first saw it, I thought it was corny. Then I sat down with my brother, who was very big into Asian culture, and I watched it with him. And then that's when I started seeing it. I was bobbing my head. The music is fire. That soundtrack is incredible. Like, I literally, every time I'm in the car and, like, I'm like, yo, I got to bump this a little bit, man. It, like, the acting is not great, no. Lil Bow Wow can't act for shit, you know? <laughs> like, there's things in the movie where you look at it, but the setting, the essence, the, the culture of that movie moves it up so much. It's rewatchable. It's one of those movies that you could just sit down and watch. Yeah, you don't have to think that much. But it's one of those movies like, oh, man, you know, I love how the cars look. I love how the environment look. I love how the culture is down there with street racing. I actually wanted the Tokyo Drift, too. I wanted to see what would happen after that. I wanted to see, like, who else would come in. Is there more Yakuza people that's going to come into the situation? That's like, that was a whole fucking culture. You didn't even need to bring these guys into yeah. the Fast and Furious thing. You could have made this a whole nother 
franchise. I felt that like Tokyo Drift had the potential. For its potential, I moved it up this high. My third is Fast Five. Definitely one of the best of the Fast and Furious films. Definitely the Avengers of the Fast and Furious films. I remember this shit came out during the same year of the Avengers, and I thought that this movie was better than the first Avengers movie. Facts. It came out like the same year it's or debatable. the year before. It's debatable. It's debatable. Like if you told me, Chris, which is a better movie, Fast Five or the Avengers one, which came out like within a year of each other, I would tell you Fast Five. Fast Five was that good of a movie to bring all those characters back, but do it well, do it respectfully. You know, they're they're on the run in Brazil, and it was just so well done. It wasn't like they're working for the CIA or something. They was running from fucking The Rock. The Rock was a fucking villain mm-hmm. until the end of the he movie. He was a good know? villain too. He was a good villain too. He was like a very good villain. You know, him hunting down Brian and Dominic was the shit. I love that race on top of the building. You know. They made The Rock look like a fucking badass. I was like, that helped The Rock's career because before that, The Rock was doing fucking like two fairy movies and shit. Mm. And then once Fast Five came out, he was right back into the action roles. It it changed the Fast and Furious movies from being just about driving to now being about action, adventure, heist type movies. And even though that kind of takes it away from what it originally was, it did it so well that I was cool with it. They still have racing in it, but you know, it's it just did it so well with the heist. Like you guys said, it was the heist was ridiculous with the safe, but you still kind of believed it. If as long as I can suspend my belief enough with your movie and it's not ridiculous, I'll take it into effect and I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. You know, uh, Fast Five was the shit. That's one of those movies I can always watch when it's on. And for my top two, my number two would be Fast and Furious or Fast and Furious Four. That movie, it, it's moved up constantly over the years for me. Originally, it was like, oh, yeah, I like that movie. But then as the years went on, I was like, yo, this movie is fucking good. Yeah, man. I think you get the best performance from Vin Diesel in that movie. You get the best performance from Paul Walker in that movie. You get the best performance from Mia. You get the best performance from almost every character that's in that movie. And it brought the world together a little tighter. It showed that Han was working with Dom a while back and stuff like that. It blended in pretty well. It introduced Gal Gadot's character. It was it was a tight-knit film. It made Brian and Dominic's character, after that movie especially, I felt that they were like brothers. I was like, there's no better tag team than these two. That was the movie that made me say, okay, Brian is the fast, Dominic is the furious. You can't have the movies without them too. Yep. You know, like them, that's the key. It's not just about having Vin Diesel and it's not just about having Paul Walker. It's like you gotta have those two. Cause when they're on the screen together, it's dynamic. And that movie was just like it's such a good movie. Like it's one of those movies is like I'm like, yo, Fast and Furious. If any of them wanna like talk about what their best acting was, I'll point to that film. Um, that was the first one where they all connected after like the hiatus after Tokyo. Yeah, that, after the hiatus and everything, that was the first time they felt like they came back, and it was just like you know, Paul Walker was badass with the cop shit, but his heart was in the streets. You know, he yep. was trying to get back, but his heart was in the streets. And then Vin Diesel was on this rampage, like trying to kill people who killed Letty. You felt for it, you know. It it made sense, which is the reason why I hate like you know the latter films because. I don't hate him, but I dislike the latter films because Letty's death meant something in that film. It it changed things. It brought people back together. And you, you kind of stripped that away when you brought her back. And the number one, I think it's the same for us across the board, the OG, the Fast and the Furious. Your guys said everything that really needs to be said about that. One thing I'll say is there's very few movies that are as quotable 
as the Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Man. 100%. I don't think anybody, like, it's one of those things, like, me and you guys could literally, with our group of friends, us three could have a conversation just using Fast and Furious lines. And we could be talking about, like, economics and work and shit, but we could just use Fast and Furious lines. They'd be like, Yo, what are y'all talking about? And we'd be like, oh, no, we was talking about the presidential election coming up in 2020, like, you know, 2024 or some shit. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, what? And then, like, yeah, man, we're just using Fast and Furious lines from the first movie, you know? You know, it's like the first movie is just so quotable. It's so iconic. It brought street racing to, like, the forefront. Originally, people forget it was basically just a remake of um, Point Break. Mm. What, Keanu? Yeah, it was a remake. Like, Fast and Furious was basically a remake. All they did was just take out the surfing and add cars. Like, if you watch Point Break, it's the same plot. Yeah, actually, you're right. <laughs> um, But, you know, the cool thing about it was... It was like it, Italian Job come out around that time, too. Well, 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 yeah, with, uh, with most with, with Mark Wahlberg in them. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad in the Fast and the Furious. Though. No, not at all. But I feel like it was like right after that came out was like Italian yeah. job. Yeah, watch, yeah. watch, watch, watch Mark Wahlberg be the final villain in the last film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised now. Elena and Gal Gadot coming back. <laughs> yeah, everybody's coming back. You know, but yeah, the Fast and the Furious, the OG, that's the best. It will always be the best, no matter what movie comes out. It's just, it started off, man. Like, you know, it made me fall in love with the series. It made me fall in love with the culture. It was the best of the 90s and the best of the early 2000s, man. Every time I watch that shit, I just feel like a kid again. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's the movie I go back. Like, anytime I feel down or I feel, like, exhausted or, you know, maybe even depressed, you watch The Fast and the Furious, you just, you know, just sit back and you just remember, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not how you stand by the car. It's how you drive your car, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Don't matter if you went inch or a mile, winning, winning, winning. winning. Right. Yeah, you know, go home, piece of boy. Rose closed. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Menage, Menage, man. Like we, I could go all day, man. We could do live by live, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> As we wrap up our Fast and Furious episodes. We wanted to answer this one question that we've all been asking ourselves, like, you know, our water cooler talk. And which character in the Fast and Furious franchise will we rank as the best drivers of the series? Now, we understand, like, you know, these are fucking fictional characters. We know this. But this is talk that we do have. You know, I ain't going front. You know, this takes up half of my time. Like, any, <laughs> like you know, said half, <laughs> half of my time. I'm thinking about this shit. Like, Man, yo, will this person win in this race? What if it's just a drift race? Like, then, then would, <laughs> would I move this person up? You know, so mm. you know what? Since we have a little podcast, we're gonna answer this question now. Taking into account all nine films, we'll rank our top five drivers in the series, starting from the fifth, and we're gonna oh. see who truly deserves the moniker as the most fast and furious of them all. A special note: the only characters that we could have on this list has to have appeared in two or more films to be eligible so jacob john cena's character can't be eligible fucking hector or ja Rule's character well hector was in two films i think but hector is ja in like or the villain in the first one yeah yeah but ja Rule's character unfortunately it cannot mm. be put on this even though you know i think he would have been the best driver of them all oh my god <laughs> Johnny Tran, unfortunately, like his character. Johnny Tran would have yeah. been amazing. With the Honda yeah. S, S2000s. Yeah. I love that. You know, 40 weight, 50 weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 40 weight. <laughs> Where are they, Ted? Where are they? Let's go get our edges, boys. Yeah, let's start with this. And I know I've had you two start 
these last couple of episodes. So I'm going to start this one. Ooh. Okay. Here uh, we go. Trump's fast, from the who's, bottom who's, up, right? Who's the fastest? Yeah. From the bottom up. Dude, we could do a, a what's the name? An honorable mention. Okay, let's do so that. So, like, I'll, I'll list my honorable, honorable mention first okay. and then we'll okay. go. All right, let's do that. Yeah. So, my honorable mention will be Sean from Tokyo Drift. He almost okay. went to my fifth, but I thought real hard about it and I did like simulation races in my head. Oh my God. And I was like, and like, I'm dead ass. I got real into this. And my fifth race is Letty. I have Letty because, you know, she is the best race of the females. And also, you know, she did one of the coolest moves in the first film that was like the big thing when the trailers came out, when she drifted under the car, under the truck. Yeah, even though like the fucking truck T-boned her. Later I was going to say, she gets ran off the road, though, like right afterwards. Though, but so. but she executed it, though. <laughs> so, And Letty's a badass. Like She gets busy. And I think she beat Sean in a straight up race. Agreed. Uh, 100%. You know, because Sean is trash. That's why. My fourth is Han. Mm. Uh, Han is just a smooth mm. driver. I think he's solid. If he, we had to rank him one through ten, and regardless of skill, I think his skill level would be like at a seven. Drifting skills are at like a ten, you know. So he's great in tight corners. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that he's actually the best in regards to you know handling adversity on the fucking streets. I, like clearly, he got his ass hit by a car. Um, <laughs> he was but, blindsided. Yeah, but hey, listen, I, 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 I think some other wouldn't have happened to Dom, though. Yeah, when it oh, well, that's different. <laughs> if it's a clear streets, I think Han will give you, you know, a, a strong race. Okay. I just think that, you know, speed wise, he's not going to beat you. But I think that if it's corners that, you know, you have to drift on tight corners, he'll hit those and execute those perfectly. My third is Roman Lopez's really? boy. So I'm giving Lopez a little respect here to thank you, Tyrese's character, Rome. Based on his too fast, too furious race, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a solid racer. You know, Rome gets busy. He can handle the speed. If I had to base his speed, his speed would be like at an eight. I think Rome is good at adversity. I think if you was to throw a whole bunch of cards at him and a whole bunch of obstacles while he's racing, I think he'll be able to handle it. It's just that you know he'll he'll get too cocky at times and he'll eventually fuck himself over. But at the, at, at the same time, you know he's a strong racer. I'm not gonna take that away from him. Mm. And my top two. My second place would be Toretto, Dom. Listen, I understand he's the fucking main character. He's the Furious. He's the Furious. You know, he's the Furious of the Fast and the Furious. And that that Furious driving is cool, B. But, you know, at the same time, I just think that he crashes a lot, man. Like yeah. he's, he loves you, doing that. He loves yeah, yeah, crashing. He, he loves crashing. You see all those things like he crashes, like you know, and he always popping them willies when he gets off the star line. That slows your ass down eventually because you have to stop. That's but a the, fact. But the problem, <laughs> but he has so much horsepower in his yeah. car, it doesn't matter, but, bro. Yeah, but you keep doing that shit. If I, I'm talking about a race, who's the fastest? And like you know, if he keeps popping them willies, my nigga, you're gonna get off to a bad start already, motherfucker. <laughs> stop doing that shit. You know, because your car is gonna have to stop. But in the so way. The, in a way, I mean, Dom is tactical though. So you, yeah, I mean, you have Dom to, is great. Listen, if you're talking about it's ratings, not about speed with with, with the speed, Dom is like at an eight point five nine, depending on okay. the on the on the track he's racing on. I agree. With obstacles, Dom is like at eleven. You know, he'll get through the obstacles of a race. When it comes to turns and stuff, Dom is like a solid eight. He could do the stuff. He he could do what needs to be done. Dom is win, win you a lot of races, but at the same time, I just think that. I haven't seen any improvement over the movies with him. 
I just seen him just still being like he's he's a little he's a little reckless still. He's all about the furious. The number my number one kept improving every film. That's Brian, baby. Yep. Every film Brian has improved his racing, man. Every every film he's gotten better and better. The first film you could tell he was like like you know trying to get back. He was green. He was trying to get back into the whole racing thing. He can handle the speed. He's all about speed. So you know he he almost had Dom. He almost had him. You never had him. <laughs> I knew never you even had your car. <laughs> <laughs> even with that, you know, I felt Brian at the first film. You know, you saw at that last race at the end. You know, him and Dom were neck and neck. And Dom realized, like, yo, this motherfucker got no fear. And then you saw in the second film, Too Fast and Furious, I would say this. It showed how badass Brian was in that Thank race. Thank you. Game. That's yes. what I'm talking yes. about, bro. Yes. Like, when he gets to a fucking race, it's, oh, shit. It's Brian. It's Brian. You, that, I love that, that, yo. That, that's when you know this nigga hit, like, the, the next level. He was on, like, Super Saiyan level by that time. He learned from this time with Dom. And by that time, he was taking what he learned from Dom. If you see Fast and Furious, like, you know, the only reason Dom won was because he bumped him. Yeah, that theoriousness won out. But I just think that Brian improved every film in regards to his racing. I just think that in a, in a straight up race, I, I'll put my money on Brian to just come out on top. So next up, we'll go with Hype. Ooh, okay. Ooh, what's up, man? We'll follow you? up your list and mine, huh? All right. Racing. I mean, I understand Roman is going to be number one. So you can just <laughs> roll me, <laughs> yeah. roll, roll, me roll. All right, all right. Here goes my top five, y'all. And, and this one might be a surprise to y'all. And this, I was interested to see what your number five was going to be, Chris. And you said, Letty, my number five is actually Giselle. What, Gal Gadot's character? Yeah, bro. You said that you thought Letty was the best female racer but i don't think that's true actually letty is a strong contender obviously she's been rolling with dom and the crew she's been she's og she's been doing this since she was she was young you know so of course she's got natural talent but Hmm. if we think back to fast five to when they were trying to figure out who was going to be able to skirt underneath the cameras fast enough it was actually giselle Uh, who had that fastest time she beat Han. She beat Han. So but that that's because she could drift well. But does that mean that she's bro, gonna beat is, Letty in a race? It's all part of the it's all part of Yeah, the I'm just saying, right like here. when you're all looking I'm at that. that I agree with you that that Letty has that natural edge, right? Because she rolls with Dom and crew, but Giselle's cold too, bro. Let's not forget this is the same Giselle that was rolling with Braga back in the day. So she was definitely a problem. Her speed stat is that secret stat bonus that you didn't even know she was fast like that, but she got boost. So I want to put her as my number five. I'll be honest, personally, and, and I might catch heat for this. I'm not a big Letty fan, to be honest. Uh, number four spot for me is Han. Han, naturally talented racer, stays cool under pressure. My beef with Han is he's not an emotional character. You're not going to see him get edged up. You're not going to see him gripping the steering wheel. That's not his style. You know what I mean? Han likes to play smooth while he's eating his chips. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want you can't you can't put money on that motherfucker because he won't care enough. Well, that's what the problem is. He might he might hustle you for your money. You know what I'm saying? If you try to put money on him. So Han's a little slickster. If, he if, throw it, the race. if it's on right, exactly. If it's on the line, he's gonna show up. If not, you know, stakes aren't high like that. Don't count too much on Han. My number three is Mr. Rome. Yes, Rome, like I said before was the one who trained Brian 
back in the beginning, before he knew about Dom, before he met up with that crew, it was Rome who taught Brian the ways of the street, who taught him what it was like <laughs> to really be a racer out there. And we saw that in Too Fast, Too Furious with Rome's menagerie of tricks that he was pulling on the streets. He was driving in reverse. He was doing that first before Brian was doing it. And he actually calls that out in the movie too. So I'm putting Rome as my number three. I will also say that in terms of versatility, we've seen the biggest range of vehicles that Rome has driven within all the Fast and the Furious movies. This dude be driving tanks, these weird ass cars. I think Rome, like I said, is slept on. I know that he's our joke character that we love to, <laughs> it's Rome. But guess what? If I had to put money on it, Rome is, is definitely at least in the top three. So number two now this is where we get edgy now um and of course we've got our main two protagonists here but my number two is going to be dom and so i do agree with you chris dom takes the number two spot for me i think my beef with dom is that he's just reckless i know he's got this beast of a vehicle that everybody's terrified of but that doesn't mean crash your car at every opportunity that you get a chance you know what i mean i think that Technically, Dom has the street experience that nobody else has. He knows what happens under the hood. He's able to control his car physically to get the most out of it. So we've got to give him that. I respect the hell out of him. He's the original OG there who, who showed the family how to drive their cars so and how to stand by your car, too. So I got to give it to Dom as a number two spot. But of course, for number one, I'm going to agree with you, Chris, is my man, Brian, and he he deserves it. Brian, like you said, has risen through the ranks. Every movie that we saw him in, he just got better and better. His technical expertise was a little bit trash at first. I feel like even when we saw him in the beginning in Fast and Furious, you know, he's on the racetrack, he's swerving out, and we're like, man, is this guy really going to be our main <laughs> character right now? But he quickly, you know, told us otherwise, and he showed us, listen, I, I ain't going to beat you today, but tomorrow... Tomorrow, I'm, I'm taking that pink slip, man. He's, so, he's, a, he's adaptable. He's, he's very adapt adapt He's super adaptable. We've put him in all types of crazy situations, like you said, whether he's driving, swerving off the side of a highway onto the, the street below or jumping onto a car or whatever the case might be. Brian is always going to be that clutch driver. So it did hurt, obviously, losing Paul Walker as a character. Rest in peace. But he did that character justice. Brian is forever ingrained in my mind as ultimate GOAT because you really can't beat him when it comes down to it. So, boom, number one. So we come up to Super Mario. Super Mario, what is your list? Who's the fastest in the Fast and Furious franchise? Yo, my list is going to be one character that's going to throw you guys off. Mm. You guys didn't expect it. I was I was curious. If it's Statham's character, I will delete you from this let's, podcast. Let's hear it. I want to see what he's got to say. Get ready. Get ready, people. Let's start with the honorable mention. Sixth place is, for me, Letty. I mean, like you guys said, outside, not even her being just like one of the stronger woman characters in the series. There's no one else in the series that can drive crazy with the car as she does with the motorcycle. Like, just with everything. And it mm. was even before, like, the past couple movies. She's been doing that everywhere. And she already shows that she's... She's well-versed in any vehicle. She can go fast. She has a lot of knowledge in, in the, the street racing world. So I would have to say that she's up there no matter what. Fifth place, 
is Han for me. For those who didn't like Tokyo Drift, the one positive thing that everyone has a common space is that Han was that dude, no matter what, whether you liked or hated that movie, the way he showed off like his drifting skills and he showed how fast he could be in the scene in the movie. There's the cops that are doing that speed meter. And yep. if you're certain speed, they ain't even going to fuck with you. They, they ain't even, even going to try to, they don't even want to chase you. And you just saw Han with the girl just showing off. And then he does a little drifting and gives the girl his phone number. <laughs> when he circled around yeah. him, that was mad smooth. You know, he like, was the smoothest guy. I, I would have crashed into the cars, you know, <laughs> trying to do that. Trying to clip the bumper off. Granted, Giselle did beat everyone in Fast Five. Speed but- challenge, yeah. In the speech challenge, but if it was a full chorus, I think Han would still take her, take her money personally. She's very gifted. She's fast. I'm not going to take anything mm-hmm. away from her. Han is also versatile. My fourth place is Romy Rome because he was Brian's sensei. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when the sensei gets mastered by his student, that's what I call the Rome scenario. Rome was kind of like the Obi-Wan to Brian's Anakin. That's, that's what I was trying to say. That's so, a good comparison. I like, like that. Yeah. You know, Obi-Wan was good, but we all know Anakin's a past him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's the that, best comparison. That doesn't take anything away from Obi-Wan. Though. Yeah, Obi-Wan. No, no, Obi-Wan cool is nice. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that's what I like see out of Rome. Um, yeah, Chris is going to cancel me because like the third one is Deckard Shaw. I, I, have, to give, Ooh, I have to give Deckard wow. Shaw. You Damn. Think of it this way. When they were chasing him, he did knock out Tyrese. He knocked out a bunch of them. His character is meshed with the, I think his was an Aston Martin. He's just a smooth, fast driver. Chris said it the best way. If my top two people, if they weren't able to do a mission, you just gave the key to someone, just get that, get the job done smooth real quick. You know, you best believe Decker Shaw would do it. It's kind of a disadvantage because he's married to such a fast car, like an Aston Martin. Like he has, that's his thing. Like he's got the exotic cars that are always going to be fast. I'll give him that. I've never seen him in a muscle car. But it's like, is he just rich then? You know what I mean? Like he just rolls his supercars. Like, that's what, okay, I, that's what like, I'm saying. I could beat them. You know what I mean? Like if that's the case. But, but the way he shifts the gears and everything like that, like you yeah. can tell that he knows what he's doing. So maybe he can do the same thing with a muscle car and everything like the same thing goes with every character. You got to throw them in different characters. Like, they all have their specific ones. That's that's my reason behind Dick and Shaw. He's just fast. Right. Yeah. In my mind, he's always a transporter. So you ain't lie. You ain't lie about but that. I, that, I love that, the transporter movies, man. I, I can't, but I can't bring that in there because it's, it's a different series, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I would combine it. But that clearly went into, like, effect when you was thinking about the character. Yeah, I definitely did. Let the record show. <laughs> Let the record show it might have been into effect. <laughs> Leading into that is my second place, which is same as you guys. It's Dominic Toretto, man. Dominic Toretto, a.k.a. The Furious. This man is versatile with everything. He can do everything. Like you guys said, an obstacle course. No one's going to beat him. This guy is crazy. He can he can make a car flip three times and then land perfectly mm-hmm. in a little <laughs> on a little box or something just from a hundred feet or something his character just makes you like i've I've always dreamed of being a muscle car fanatic but he's the reason i would be like into muscle cars because he brings that life into that he had the camaro he represents all the muscle car addicts and in tokyo drift no no muscle car should be drifting 
at all. <laughs> and this guy, I'm sure, beats Sean in that movie, and he defies he defies everything with a muscle car. No muscle car should be drifting. That wheel should have popped off. And long story short, it's Dominic Toretto. He's basically worldwide known. You just say his name outside of the the one scene in Fast yeah, Nine where the one guy said who? That's the, world <laughs> that's the right one there. guy. That's the one guy who doesn't know who Dominic <laughs> Toretto is. Everybody else knows who Dominic Toretto is. This leads into my number one, the OG Brian. Man, no one can be Brian. Like Brian in the first one, like you guys said in the beginning, he wasn't that great with the driving. But I mean, you got to remember, he's young Anakin. The one thing I will say. He showcased cars that no one would ever like knew. Like Supra, I had no idea was an illegal car until the Fast and the Furious. Like he brought out, he showcased some of the fastest cars in the world. The Supra to me to this day is one of my favorite cars. And I'm not even mentioning for me, the OG is the Nissan Skyline. 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 Yeah. Nis- yeah. This every character is married to some car. You can't say Brian without Nissan Skyline. Was F9? Was that a Skyline that came in at the last at the end of that? No, I don't think it was. That was a Super, right? Yeah, it was a, a Super. No. Yeah, I think it was the Super, not the Skyline. Skyline was the only car that it's illegal in the United States, and to have it here, you have to switch it out from the British side. You have to go from like the uh, the left side to the, you have to take it from the right side to the left side in order to convert it here. I was wrong, Export guys. It, it wasn't. It was a skyline. It was a skyline. It, yep. it was a skyline that came yep. in. Okay. Yeah, that okay. That's always been his character, married to it. Yeah. The first one was a super. Yeah, like but that, I, I, cause I remember, like skylines, like after, especially after Two Fast, Two Furious. All I kept hearing about was, "Yo, that skyline in the beginning of the movie, man. Yeah, like, I gotta get that shit." And like, it was you bleak. can't get it. You can't. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say you can't even get skylines. Like yeah, it was just like you know, yeah, like yeah, you're right, you're right, Mario. It's like he he really brought in cars. I mean, like if like Dom was all about muscle cars, yeah, Brian brought in. The, like imports. The, the, the imports. Thank you. Thank you for saying yeah. it like that. The imports. And, you know, he was all about upgrading. Like, you know, he became a gearhead by the, like, the third or fourth film. So he mm-hmm. knew how to upgrade and shit. So, yeah. He knows it all, man. Like you said, like, he was about that street life. Like, he was about, like, the race car life. Like, he loved the, the fast Walker life. And race, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, like, he was his character in and out, in and out of that. Paul Walker could beat Vin Diesel in the race. Yes, definitely. <laughs> if there's any questions to that, you know. Part. With Mario's list, it's a pretty, it's the most unique list actually of our, all of our lists. So, Mario had Letty honorable, honorable mention. mention. Yeah, uh, five was Han. I thought Han would be higher for you. I'm surprised. Uh, he was originally, but then when you guys brought up Rome, I was like, damn, this guy is Obi Wan. Like, yep. you don't put any disrespect on his name. Let's put oh. him up. Rome came in at number four for you. Three with the out of nowhere with Decker Shaw. Um, <laughs> you know, number two was Dom and number one was Brian. <laughs> so, I mean, all of us had Dom and Brian at two and one, respectively. Me and Lopez, we matched up our four to one. So, we all had me and Lopez both had Han at four, Roman at three, Toretto at two, and Brian at one. And then we just switched out our five. I had Letty at five. Lopez yeah. had Giselle at five. But yeah, Mario's list is very interesting. I, I'm sorry, Mario. I'm never gonna understand the short thing. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you this question: Out of all the bad guys, not including the the good guys that became bad, 
just in general, the bad guys in all these series, who would you consider to be the fastest driver? Are we discontinuing the rule of them having to be in two movies now? We're just talking about the bad guys? Yeah, I feel like just any, even if they've only had one appearance. Because no, if it was one appearance, I would probably, I, it wouldn't be Deckard Shaw in my list. I yeah, probably so if, if, if most of them have done talk, multiple movies, though. Yeah, like, like in regards to the bad guys, only about three bad guys were actual racers. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that many racers that were bad guys. I mean, you're only talking about Johnny Tran in the first one. Yeah. DK in the Tokyo Drift, and then maybe you could clue Shaw. I'm still not even sure if Shaw. No, I'm, you know who I'm playing? Johnny Braga's. I mean, Johnny Braga. Johnny Braga. Oh, Braga's Braga sidekick. Yo, sidekick. Two. That nigga he oh, was a problem, yo. What? Oh, if he was in three, was he in more than one movie? No, right? He, he was, was only, only in the one because he dies he at the one. end. Yeah, that exactly. nigga was a problem. He, he might have jumped on my bro. list. Yes, he, he might have jumped on my bro. list. I feel like nobody ever talks about him. Yeah, it was Braga. Cool. Yo, his number two was little, deadly. His bro. number two was that dude. Like number Braga was cool. Was deadly, bro. But Let's this is the forget. reason He's why. He's a dude that took Letty out in the first place. Yes. Bro. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yo. Oh, man, yo. <laughs> yo, I'm about to yeah, watch Fast bro. and Furious after we done with this shit. That's, <laughs> fir- that's how fire that movie was, Exactly. Because that nigga was putting in work. Yeah, like, he was out, really out, out of a lot of bad guys, like, listen, like, I think the best bad guy, I don't know, we, this is like a little side topic, we could talk about yeah, this real yeah. quick, but, like, the best bad guy, if I had to choose between all the Fast and Furious movies, it's probably, uh, man, I mean, I mean, Johnny Tran was so fucking cool. He was so cool. Yeah. Nah, he was just so cool. I I, I, it's hard Tran, to even see him yeah. as a bad guy. I mean, he I really kinda, wasn't a bad it's like, guy. It was like, I felt like if we saw shit from his perspective, we probably want him to kill Dom. But that's what a bad guy is, and they consider bad guy considers himself a good guy at the end of the well, day. Well, I mean, mm. I mean, I think the guy from Too Fast, Too Furious was a bad guy. He was, well, a bad yeah, that's guy, the, yeah. that's you know, shit. I mean, but he wasn't he, a racer though. You know, what yeah, I mean? he wasn't like, a racer. That's he why he was recruiting racers. Cause yeah, he, he wasn't he was, a racer himself. He was just there to blow out even Mendes's back. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then you got like, but like I think Lopez said, like Braga was good, but I think it's because Braga's right hand man was so Made him real, yeah, badass. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that nigga got shit done. Yep. But yeah, man, yo, these are some good lists, man. Like I think you know we all could agree, you know, the late great Paul Walker, aka Brian O'Connor, is the best racer. Dominic Toretto, while he's the leader of the series, I think that, you know, the students surpassed the master there. Yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, Brian just became better than Dom at one point. With all these Fast and Furious characters that mean a lot to us, and that means a lot to, I think, everybody who's like a fan of this franchise and who've watched this franchise over the past 20 years, you know, this is a conversation that we're probably going to continue to have until we're old, 70, 80-year-old God spare life men. <laughs> in our nursing homes talking about, yeah, I still think Brian could do it. I still think nobody fucking with him. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I mean, this is the fun stuff. This is the stuff that we love about this franchise. No matter how ridiculous and stupid and terrible it might get, we could always turn back to this. We, we, we definitely need to have a watch party for MRP. Mutual respect. I'd be down for that. I to, like, really, I mean, because I mean, I think that we would do like a very cool reaction video to these joints, like all the way through. As we always say, you know, much appreciated. You know, those who are not a fan of Fast and Furious or who are just listening to this just so they can get a laugh at Fast and Furious, we just want to say that we will, we will forever love this franchise, no matter how crazy it gets. This is one of the greatest franchises of all time. I don't know if I can speak for all of us, but especially for me, it's guided me through some t- tough times in my life. So 
you know, I always could turn to it when I feel, you know, a little down. So, you know, I want to thank everybody involved with this. R.I.P. Paul Walker one more time. R.I.P. Paul Walker. We we miss you. And uh, to everybody listening, always remember, Hector is going to be running with three Honda Civics (laughs) with spoon (laughs) And on top of that, I heard that Harry said he ordered three T66 turbos with NOS and a Motex system exhaust. (laughs) So always remember that, you know? Always remember that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. And as always... The respect is mutual.